Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So we know that the SABC uh, featured Hamas, a Hamas spokesperson to their show. Joining us this morning is Professor Karen Milner. She's chairperson at the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. Karen, a very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing? Morning, Howard. I like everybody else, still reeling a bit, still sad, mm, mm. but we carry on. Indeed, carry on. Uh, right. So the the featuring of an SLFA Hamas spokesperson on SABC, we've certainly seen them appearing on all sorts of other um, news sites around the world. Uh, w- w- tell, tell me your concern about this. Sure. So you are correct, quite correct. There have been, and, and certainly their uh, appearances and their positioning is news um, around the world. But uh, what we were most concerned about was it was a platform that was given to Hamas with absolutely no um, engagement and certainly no challenge to the outright outrageous lies that were spread on SABC. So it's one thing to give a to have an interview with Hamas and um, Engage with the things that they say and challenge them. That's part of the job of a journalist. Mm. But, and I'm, I'm going to pick on one particular issue, although every single thing he said obviously was, was outrageous. But, um, they, they were spoke, they spoke about the captives. And at one stage, the interviewer actually says, so are there any children? And he states categorically, no, 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 no. There are no children captive in Gaza. So, uh, amongst all the other things, to absolutely, um, for, for us, for her to just say, and, and the end of the interview, as, as he says that, no, 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 there are no children in Gaza. The interviewer says, oh, thank you very much, and that's the end of the interview. Um, and, and that is, of all the things, the most intolerable, I think. Mm, mm. It was, it, well, it's interesting. I thought the most intolerable was his gratitude towards the South African government and to Durka. So, you know, I think that that's the kind of, uh, I suppose that's the space that we're living in, and perhaps that's why there was no pushback. So you mentioned earlier that the, that um, other news broadcasters around the world mm. have given mm. interviews to Hamas spokesmen, but in those they've always challenged. And, in fact, if I recall in one of them, they actually eventually cut the mark off, they cut the feed when the, the lies became too outrageous. But, you know, in the context perhaps in which we're living, where the uh, Durko and where Naledi Pandor has met with Hamas, perhaps that explains the fact that he was allowed a platform unchallenged. Mm. So w- w- what does that – I mean, w- what what's to be done about this? I know that, uh, that the board uh, staged some form of a, a, a protest about it. But what is really – is there anything to be done? So at the very least, and we have succeeded in doing so, we've managed to get a right of reply. So the Israeli ambassador appeared on SABC. I'm not sure exactly what time it was or when, but we do have the recording of it. So at the very least, we have managed to get uh, a response and we have managed to get an alternative view out there. As bizarre as it sounds to suggest it's an, it's an, obviously it's an alternative view. Um, and that's the problem. The problem is the way that they've positioned it is almost as if there's a, yeah, an equivalent. Th- well, that's what I was just thinking. Isn't it worse? 
isn't it worse to have the Israeli ambassador there because that does create the impression that you've got Hamas on the one side, a terror organization and a legitimate government and a diplomat talking, you know, almost almost arguing with each other does create an equivalence. I think while it creates equivalence, it's not worse because I think the narrative has to be, and the narrative has to be challenged. And if the interviewer won't do it and the broadcaster won't do it, there has to be somewhere who is p- placing a position and the position that is truthful out there and that had to be the Israeli ambassador. Obviously it couldn't be the Jewish board of deputies. Mm, mm. It had to be someone more direct. So while it's not ideal, um, to, and, and that's why we had the protest as well. Because more, normally we would just be satisfied with the right of response. But the fact that there is this equivalence, the fact that in denying the children were there, they effectively, uh, uh, they eviscerated those children. I mean, those children, it's as if they don't exist. And that's why on top of asking, which is the normal route that we take, which would just be to ask for an apology and ask for a right of response, we actually went so far as to hold a picket outside the um, the SABC building, which was actually very well received. And many, many people came to watch, including, because it was at the SABC, many SABC journalists mm. who seeing and speaking to us were quite shocked at what their own broadcaster had done. Is the BCCSA not an option for you? You know, we look at all options. Um, there are many, many cases that we, there, there are many, many cases that our community has brought to our attention over the last couple of weeks. I always say, you know, we're triaging at the moment. Those are, are long, not not long term. BCC isn't like a obviously like a law case, um, but we we look at all our options. We engage with counsel, um, and if there is a case to be made, we'll certainly make it. Mm-hmm. Do Do you think that the the in, if you look at the coverage in general uh, across our various platforms here in South Africa, what is your sense of how uh, how how we doing? I mean, it's a difficult question to answer because as a Jewish community, we actually consume a very narrow Mm. um, amount of of media. If you think of the entire media across the board and some of that media, for example, 702, um, feels like it's and and that's where which many Jews listen to feels like it's particularly biased. I don't I think that we have unusually we have been we, we have managed to get our voice out. Um, and we have been given a chance to get our voice out quite extensively. But we are fighting against sometimes the hostility. So, for example, and I know the community was very upset about a 702 incident. What that was, where that was problematic, is that it was the presenter himself who positioned the conversation a certain way in a, in a very biased way, rather than, for example, what typically happens, which is you get a present when you get a guest speaker on. When you get a guest speaker on, uh, we ask for a right of reply. Mm, we get mm, a right, of reply. right, but when a when host, a but when a host, uh, a host, yeah. exactly. When the host, well, and, and again, we're looking into, you know, we, mm, we, and, mm. and I have to say, when we've engaged with the media houses, most of them. Well, they've engaged quite um, responsibly with us, but as I said before, there are a, a few that I think we're going to have to take mm, further mm. to the BCC. Well, say. my thought is that they have an alternative right here on HFM. So, uh, so <laughs> you know, you make choices, and you unfortunately have to I live with the important. discomfort. Um, I abs- think- 
Sorry, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to minimize the impact of high FM um, Jewish report. It's important that we get, it, at, at the very least, that we have a platform um, that is clear to get mm. our positioning out on, and and that I, I have to say has ethical journalism um, that doesn't spread that doesn't spread lies, and and I think it's important. Yeah. So the uh, the. the, the I mean, how do you, let's just talk about uh, IOL, ENCA, and I'm not suggesting that any of them are, are bad or good. IOL, I definitely would suggest, uh, has quite biased coverage from time to time. But the, how do you triage it? Because, as you say, it's coming to you from everywhere. It's coming to us from everywhere. And, unfortunately, a lot of it, uh, they've got plausible deniability by saying, well, we just, uh, you know, we contracted to Al Jazeera, so we're just republishing one of their articles or Associated Press or whatever it would be. It's not just a uh, it's not just a South African problem. It's actually a global one. It, it really is a global one. And I, I mean, the way we triage it is that there's 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 bias, and then there's anti-Semitism, and then there's hate. Well, anti-Semitism and hate speech are typically mm. the same thing. So, and I, I mean, the, the narrow lines between anti-Semitism at the moment and what's been put out there are quite narrow, but there are, there, there, there is a difference between biased reporting and between actual anti-Semitic reporting as offensive as the biased reporting may be. Mm-hmm. So our, our starting point is any reporting that is so extremely biased that it could lead to hate against the Jewish community is, is, is our first, if you're asking about triaging, is the most acute and the ones that we want to deal with the most. We also, obviously, we're also looking at, as I said before, the media that's typically consumed by our community. Mm. And we've had excellent, sorry, I didn't finish my point earlier, we've had excellent media in other areas. I was interviewed on Vendor Radio, for example. Mm. Really excellent, tough interview, but really excellent interview. That, that is listened to by a very, very wide audience. Um, we've had good articles in the Sowetan, um, and I do think we should be getting more out there in, 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 in South African languages. So we've had some very positive coverage more broadly, but in terms of triaging, we've focus specifically on the media that our community consumes because that's um, what affects us the most and we focus on the most egregious and and depends on how the media company responds. So media companies that give a right of reply Mm, um, mm. that allow us to get a position out, all of those kind of things um, are less acutely, uh, we, we deal with that in a less aggressive way than those that simply ignore or continue to ignore um, any kind of alternative view that we wish to put across. Professor Karen Milner, Chairperson of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies, talking to us about the SABC inviting a Hamas spokesperson to their show and uh, what that means.